Welcome to the Mindful Dream Podcast, where we help you to not decide what's really important whilst chasing your dreams. Today is a special edition. It's for the end of 2021. In every single podcast I do, at the end, I ask my guests what's one small thing that's brought them joy recently. And today, this episode will be playing all of those clips, one after the other, as a nice way to end the year off. So you're going to hear these small, funny little stories that people have enjoyed and hopefully it brings a smile to your face. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and supporting me this year. I hope you enjoyed this episode. First up is Zuli Rain, a writer and YouTuber based in Boston and her story involves cats. We got home from a flight yesterday and as soon as we came home, my cat jumped, like jumped into my arms and I was like, she really missed me. (laughs) That made me so happy. What about the other cat? He was very chill. He was, he, you know, he, he showed his face and he was very casual. Um, I could tell that he was happy to see us as well, but he's not quite as clingy or needy as, as Astrid is. Maybe, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Yeah, he's, he's quite heavy though, so I'm glad that he did. He's like 23 pounds, so he's a chunky cat, so I think that would be... I only have weak little needle arms, so all for the best, I think. Next up is a collaborator of mine and long-term friend, Nick Wolney, who's the owner of Hefty Media Group. And his is about returning back to fitness again. So gyms are open again and I joined a gym that is all weightlifting and it is such torture, Amar. It is like, I've, I have never been that big into weightlifting. I like to go for a run, like walk out the front door and go for a run and get sweaty and then come back home or go to a yoga class or something like that. I've never been that big into weights. I've never been into that like meathead culture, Um, but there's a place down the street from me. I can walk there and it's a gym that focuses specifically on lifting, lifting with the barbell um, and doing different kinds of lifts, just resistance training in general. And what I've discovered, you know, you're not supposed to take that much rest between these different sets and things like that. I am sweating buckets by the end of this class, just because we're weightlifting the weight, like every two minutes, you're gonna do five bench presses, just stuff like that. I am like, I'm profusely sweating far more than anyone else in the class. Uh, Two people on two separate occasions, people have asked me, are you okay? in response to how much I'm sweating and I'm just participating in the class. But I tell you what, I've been going in the mornings and mid-morning right around this time. I feel really, really good. My energy is so much better. We just talked about energy earlier in the interview and I just, I feel accomplished. There's something to be said about those having some sort of morning activity that just makes you feel good. It makes you feel accomplished for the day ahead. Like it definitely changes the tone for my day. And so, yeah, so I'm, I'm digging it right now, even as I embarrass myself uh, three days a week, week after week. Episode four was Komal Kapoor, an author, poet and writing coach based in LA too. If I'm feeling down, I definitely will go out and buy flowers and like a a lush fruit that I want to try, like a, you know, good mango or dragon fruit. I don't know why that always puts me in a really happy zone. Um, But I try to be also preventative with it. And I know that looking at flowers every morning just makes me smile. So I try to have them like every two weeks. Next up is Tim Denning, the massively popular online writer. Yeah, one small thing. So I won't name names, but someone big in the Bitcoin community, unfortunately, was exposed a few days ago for scamming people. 
And this person, I don't know them personally, but I know a lot of people that do. And I was a bit disappointed when I obviously learned and it took a while to figure out. But what was really cool is I looked at all the comments and despite this person scamming people and like losing millions of dollars of money, the overwhelming response was we should show him empathy. He's probably going through a very dark time and we shouldn't cancel him. In fact, if anything, we should pick up the phone and see how we can help him. And then what was really cool is one of the people, um, there was a guy that lent him five Bitcoin, which at the time was around $250,000. And this person came out publicly and said, even though he scammed me, I don't want the Bitcoin back. I would like him to not repay the debt because he's going through a really difficult time. And I just watched this. I was like, wow, normally you would expect that to blow up and like cancel him and he's a scumbag. And it's like, no, people are like, He's gone into a dark path, but that's not who he is. And like, how do we help this person? So that brought me a lot of joy to kind of hear that. Episode six was Andrew Gold, who's created documentaries for both the BBC and HBO. And he's managed to convince some people to change their views too. Yeah, well, this this was, I got I got really excited. I get, you know, when you've got a podcast, you get reviews every now and then, and they pop in through my emails. And most of them, you know, they're nice. Most Not not because everyone loves my podcast, but just because very few, you have to really dislike one, I think, to bother going in and leaving a review, which some people do. Um, or some people, I, I got a funny one the other day that was like, uh, I think it was two stars or three. And it just said like, I loved the first 10 episodes. Had a, this is what a great podcast. And then he mentioned that he worked for The Sun. So I've stopped listening now and I'm done with it. And I was like, oh, that's helpful. You know, ridiculous. But... Um, yeah, I got one the other day that was from a Trump supporter who said, you know, I'm, I'm a big Trump supporter and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes the episodes are a little bit too liberal or whatever for me. Uh, but he's brought me around on some of those things. Like some of the guests have brought this, this reviewer around. And that was just an amazing feeling for me. This idea of, uh, there was a great book called Hillbilly Elegy that I read a few years ago. They made a movie of it, which I think did really badly. But it was written by a guy, I want to say his name's Vance or Lance, something like that. It was written by a guy who was from Kentucky and sort of got out of the poverty belt or the Bible belt over there, uh, became a very successful lawyer. But he talked about why most people from where he was from voted for Trump and how they felt they'd been left behind and that everybody, you know, elite liberal people from elite liberal institutions on both coasts and the states just told them how stupid they were and how fortunate and privileged they were all the time and these are people who like couldn't put food on the table for their families and they're just being told all the time you idiot you're so privileged why don't you realize that they've got no education they've got nothing so they're just going like well screw you i'm not voting you know we've talked about how ideologies are so important to people and what team you're on what tribe you're on that is not how you bring people around um so for me to have this Trump guy who obviously has some ideologies and views that are far more extreme and probably further right than mine uh, to be brought around by a few of my podcasts, it, it felt like a really good thing. And it, it made me feel, yeah, genuinely really happy and joyful. Episode seven is with Rachel Cable, who's a mindfulness coach and the host of the Mindful Kind podcast. Totally check her out next year if you haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> You know, I, I have a couple of different answers for this one. I received an email yesterday from a woman who'd been listening to my podcast and she just recently had to go and get an MRI scan and she said that she was feeling really nervous and really overwhelmed and it was quite uncomfortable and she actually used one of the mindful breathing techniques that I taught her in my course 
and um, she said it helped her feel more grounded and feel more calm and just having something to focus her attention on was really helpful in that moment so I like getting emails like that just always makes my day but um, I know we were talking before we started recording and I mentioned that I took my dogs outside for a play this morning and it's really cold outside at the moment like it's kind of spitting rain a little bit and it's just really fresh there's snow on the mountains and both the dogs are just like running around and their little ears are flapping in the wind and they're so cute and just so happy and I don't know just those little moments are so wonderful. (laughs) Next up is Sean Kernan who's been working hard for many years and has finally bought something which brought him joy. Yeah, um, waking up for the first time in my new house and seeing like the nice ceiling and um, just, yeah, feeling like the payoff from all the hard work and having the house and um, definitely that, that, that's these little things like that are, are what make it all count. So Now we have Raj Mende, who's a serial entrepreneur and founder of both Whipped and Equipped, which is an edtech platform aiming to help underprivileged people from across the world. I think I'm just going to have to circle back to cricket. Yeah. <laughs> Playing cricket, watching cricket. I mean, I went to watch the, the test match at Lords, England versus mm-hmm. India. That brought me joy. And playing cricket this week is going to also bring me that nugget of joy as well. Episode 10 was the fantastic storyteller, Jordan Gross. Yeah, so one small thing that's brought me joy recently is the smell of food. And there's two reasons for this. The first is that I'm talking to you coming off of a three-day juice cleanse where all I've had is juice for the last 72 hours. And it's kind of wild, but I I don't have a good sense of smell. But because I haven't tasted any food really in the last three days, I feel like my smell has compensated so the smells of food have been so much more uh, potent lately that i just i'm loving everything that i smell and and i just started eating again and it's just you know the taste is obviously unbelievable but the smell is so much stronger and the other reason is because i have i have a friend and also my dad who had covid and i know there are so many people who have lost their sense of taste and smell, especially smell though, my my dad and my friend, it's been six, six plus months for my dad, my friend over a year of no smell. So just trying to appreciate that little moment that we overlook, but now it's been introduced to us in a way where we shouldn't overlook it because it's having, it's wreaking havoc on so many people, you know, appreciating that because of what they're going through as well right now. So yeah, the smell of food, not just food in general, but the real smell of it. Actually, Simon was next, who's the head of creative marketing at Medium, and she tells a story about her toddler. This is like a cheesy mom answer, but I don't really care. I have a two-year-old and she truly does like bring me joy on a daily basis, like largely through just the random stuff she says, because she doesn't make any sense. She's been saying a lot, like her opinions on whether or not she thinks something is 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 nice or not or not nice. So the other day, <laughs> I got her out of her crib and she goes, "Oh, mommy, nice face." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, thank you, thank you, I thank you for the compliment." She's really. And then uh, last week we went to my parents' house in Michigan, which she hasn't been to since she was a baby. And she walked in the house and she said, oh, 
Nice house. Very nice house. <laughs> it's just like so silly coming from such a tiny person. And it just gives me the giggles every, every time. Now comes Nick Goke, who's one of the best writers I've ever met. We went to Oxford, uh, me and my girlfriend this weekend, and we went to a wedding uh, at Oxford this weekend. And it was one of the first, if not the first big event I've done since COVID happened. There were two very wholesome things happening at this event. The first was dancing and it was actually Scottish. The person was Irish, but they did some Scottish Irish dances. I don't know, but it's kind of like a square dance where you have multiple people and you just interlock arms occasionally and you have this group dance. And it was just very, it was so wholesome. To, I was just looking at that. And I was like, we can do that again. Like, look at this, like we can, we can do this again. It's, it's, it's amazing. And uh, I don't know, it reminded me how sort of like simple human culture is in some ways, how complex in others, because like this dancing, like it's very complex, right? People learning new dances on the fly, one person explaining it. So it's like the seeing, learning in real time, everybody being together. And the other thing was, and that's related to work, to writing the story, was the speeches people gave. And one speech in particular was given by the groom's sister. And she just shared all these stories, the little moments of when they were kids and how they grew up. And she just had a, um, yeah, she put a lot of humor into it. I didn't know the groom and bride too well. I've met them only a few times. And just hearing these stories and hearing this backstory just made me realize that behind every human life, there's a story. And the story is huge. It's as big as yours, basically, right? And you only know your story. So if you... If, if you get somewhere where someone is sharing a piece of their story and you're lucky enough to get a glimpse of it, uh, it's, it's just a good moment to tap in and remind yourself that these stories exist and we should be grateful that they do and we should respect other people's stories as much as we can and be as, you know, gracious with them as we can. Because, yeah, ultimately, you know, being a human is about stories and stories are how we pass on information, how we relate to one another, how we, how we inspire each other. Now we have Nikita Patel, who's the founder of The Naked Laundry. Ooh, getting back into my yoga. That, that's been a good feeling recently. <laughs> it's something I, I enjoy. I wouldn't say I'm the best at it. It's not something I can vouch for, but it's been an on and off kind of thing. It's, uh, I think it's a mental state. Like for me personally, I only want to do yoga where I am at a clean mental state where I'm not quite chaotic to actually sit down and, you know, really be in my thoughts and understand everything. So for me to get to that level has been accomplishment in the last few months. Episode 14 was John Mashney, who's a writer, lawyer, entrepreneur, but also the author of two famous children books, which you can buy on Amazon today, Cinder 2 and Santa 2. Planning my next children's book. It's, it's hilarious, but at the same time, it's a tribute to my own family. So that's been really awesome to plot out and and write it, it's just the biggest blessing for me to give honor to my family randy wilkin the president of the manufacturing association of central new york is up next and he had a touching story about a moment he shared with his wife yeah one of the uh, fun things here in in uh, upstate new york I, I live in new york state not new york city um, so i live in upstate which is more rural and uh, my wife and I, we, we went uh, apple picking, so we just took some time and and we have something called apple fritters here. You may have had them and, and they're incredible. So they're best when they're fresh and hot. And um, and you just we just spent the afternoon out in nature, uh, picking some apples, <laughs> enjoying each other's company. Uh, I always find that if you, you just got to find a moment, some moments to get away from the stresses that that uh, will impact your life. So so. Don't hesitate to do those things that are really on your mind 
Um, you know, we do that every year. We'll go out several times just for enjoyment. Tiago Enriquez is next, who's a massively popular Brazilian Instagrammer and YouTuber. Ooh, small thing that brought me joy recently. I think I take a lot of joy from random messages I get. So I think the most recent one was just replying to my newsletters. I, I do get lots of cute messages. As I said, many content creators don't appreciate that. They're just mm -hmm. like, thank you, that's it. But I generally take the time to like read through, imagine how mm -hmm. people are thinking. And I think that like the most recent one was that. Just being able to like mm -hmm. see somebody complimenting my work so deeply, creating the time to write yeah. down why my work has influenced their life in a positive way. And that makes me like, wow. Nilika, the founder of The Bollywood Company, who have appeared in The Eternals, is up next. Well, my little girl, my Gigi, and just spending time doing things I love, like dance, family, and having a good balance of social and personal life. I think it's been so hard to, to do that the past year, so any moments that I get where I get to experience both, I'm happy. Sinem Ganel, one of the foremost experts in online business that I know, is up next. I don't know if it's small, but our gym reopened. So I've been moving a lot more and it just, again, taught me how much your body and mind are actually connected and how much better you can also think when you move a little more throughout the day, but also just throughout the week. Imran Dean, the founder of The Money Cog, comes next with a funny story from a misadventure on the tube. I remember an incident, I think last week when I first came back in the office, after the, you know, being in the pandemic, I thought I'd come to London, mm. go to the office. Off the train, someone dropped beer all over my trousers and coat, and it, it was a long train journey, and I just thought, wow, I just laughed. I thought, what a day, right? Coming back and mm. this is what happens. Because I was so grateful for, you know, the fact that I was able to come, right? With the pandemic, we weren't able to go out, but, you know, because of the vaccinations, because of the programs or the lockdowns, we're able to get back now to some sort of normality. So I was just grateful for that. You know, that incident was just funny because, you know, otherwise I'd be stuck at home, right? Keiko Kumura, an expert in Japanese cuisine and mindsets, is up next with a short story which I think many of us can relate to. Oh, there's so many things. I think the one that I can think of immediately is my sister just like texted me and she was just like, what are you up to? And I said, nothing, why? Like, what do you want from me? And she's like, oh no, I was just bored. I wanted to talk. And that's just really nice. I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> my mind went somewhere bad where I was like, oh, what do you want from me? But she just wanted to talk and that made me really happy. And I realized I should probably call the people I love more often. Episode 21 is Mara Simatoribis, a famous yoga instructor with tens of thousands of followers on Instagram. Today is every day. <laughs> Cattling in bed with my dog in the morning is one of the things that I've been loving the most. She's just the sweetest little thing and seeing her happiness as she comes into bed as we wake up, it's it's beautiful and it always like warms my, warms my heart and allows me to really start with a smile. Next up is Ryan Fan, who's a special ed teacher in Baltimore, as well as a writer and a marathon runner. He initially wanted to say about getting engaged as a small thing that brought him joy, but I argued that that's probably not a small thing. I think it's just like a big, you know, uh, seeing the students again and being in person, you know, like not having to stare at a screen for 12 hours a day anymore is, it's pretty nice um, in its own right. So, and it's easier on the eyes. So it's a small thing that's made a big difference. We're in the final few now. 
here comes Dipanchu Rawal, a life coach based in India. Talked to a cousin of my girlfriend recently, like two couple of days ago, uh, for the first time, and she was one of the like I connected with her so deeply in the first few words we exchanged. So that was a really, really beautiful connection I uh, had with her. And it really gave me joy talking to her. Shifali Bama, who, despite working full-time in finance, is also a singer, a dancer, and a writer. Lots of little things bring me joy. I really, really love jacket potatoes. For some reason, I have this baked potato cheese obsession. And every time I make one, I just feel so happy. And it's a really sunny day today, and I'm about to go by myself to get an ice cream while I continue my work. And um, one scoop of ice cream is is a whole lot of happiness in a cup. <laughs> now we have John Brosio, who's the founder of Tribe Loyal, and he's got a very touching story. It was the end of July of this year into early August. I've lived on my own. Um, and what I mean by that is like away from my family. I live in... Um, Los Angeles and I grew up in the Chicagoland area um, but before I lived in LA I lived in Boston and I've lived away from my family for quite some time now uh, being on my own and in July and August I had the opportunity because I had to straddle a, a wedding for a close friend my parents renewed their vows and my mom's 60th birthday I had an opportunity to spend two weeks living with them it was just the three of us and their dog Jay but um it was the most amount of time I've had being like cooking with my parents and, and being really close to my parents for an extended period of time, even though it was only two weeks, first time in almost a decade. Um, that meant a lot to me and it brought me a lot of joy and to see, you know, after 10 years, I see them on holidays and random trips, um, you know, to be a part of their life again was really awesome and something I won't forget anytime soon, for sure. Episode 26 had Fab Giovanetti who's the founder of the Creative for Impact Co. and All Marketing School. Karaoke night. About, probably would have been a different answer, like if it wasn't the last weekend we went karaoke and it was an absolute blast. I was singing, um, you know, Dancing with Somebody, when I was singing Whitney Houston and Bon Jovi living on a prayer like nobody's business and Journey as well. Obviously, don't stop believing. It was an absolute blast. And again, going back to play, it's a great reminder of that. It was excellent. And finally, Regina Joseph, who's one of the world's only super forecasters. I have been, I have been eyeballing a, a kayak for uh, several months now. Um, I just got to test it last week. Uh, it was amazing paddling around in this beautiful canal uh, right by my house, um, testing out this kayak. Uh, that was a pretty joyful experience. So yeah, so that was great. That that was definitely the, my my most recent little moment of unbridled joy. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll share one of my small moments of joy, which is my baby nephew took his first steps last week while I was on Zoom with him. And that brought me a huge amount of joy. Thank you and have a wonderful end of the year and a great 2022. Take care. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I'd love it if you could leave me a five-star review. It really helps to get the message out further. Wherever you're listening, 
it would be awesome if you could subscribe and to share in your social media channels. If you want to see more of my work and advice, you can find all of the links in the show notes. Thank you again for listening and I hope you have a lovely day.